Good evening. It is time for today's tax talk. It is Tuesday, Crypto Tuesday, the 30th day of November 2021. Uh, big day. We're going to talk about cryptocurrency and your 2021 tax tax return. <laughs> Nothing good. Nothing's more important than that right now. Uh, won't you join us? Well, thank you so much for joining us here today for today's tax talk. Again, your tax return, it, you know, this is where the, the IRS is really coming after people who do anything crypto. If you don't, uh, if you're not aware, in 2019 was the first time that the IRS even asked about cryptocurrency. It was, you could find it kind of buried in Schedule 1, which is extra income. Uh, so if you had some extra income, Schedule 1, boom. They had the question, uh, have you ever engaged? Have you ever bought or sold? We're going to look at that language in just a moment. And then last year, 2020, they moved it from Schedule 1 to to the front page of 1040. So, so your 1040 tax form right there on the, on the front page. It's there again in 2021. I have a draft of the 2021 uh, 1040 return. Let's take a look at that because... Uh, because kind of that's where uh, we're going to take a that's where we are here. So this is the this is the draft of the 1040 uh, for 2021. Uh, and again, and again, I want to point this out to you right here. Uh, here's the here we have the name, your address, your social security number right there. The first question, obviously, <laughs> always presidential election campaign. Click here for. If you or your spouse, if you filing jointly, want three dollars to go to this fund, checking box below will not change your tax or refund. I always click no. That's just me. Uh, so I do. I, there, it doesn't say click no, but I don't click. I don't check the box. I'm not giving three dollars to anybody for anything, uh, even if it's not my money. It, it's always your money, so does. But it's there. Then here, there's the next question right underneath there. I'm going to bring it right to the top. So right after they ask that, here it is. At any time during 2021, did you receive, sell, exchange, or otherwise dispose of any financial interest in any virtual currency? Now, that's what the IRS calls uh, crypto. They call it virtual currency. Here's your 1040 up here. Uh, the, the draft, you see it says draft there. So that's the 1040. Um, so now... They are asking you this uh, on your 1040. Now, do I have to say yes or no? Well, the answer is you have to say yes if, you, if you've done any of those things. Well, Attorney Leahy, why would I do that? Why do I have to say, why do I have to do that? And I'm just going to, let me go back to, to, to form 1040. Let's go back to 1040. Here's 1040. Here's on the second page of 1040. Now, again, in between there, there's lots of schedules and things that get attached to this. But on the second page, right above your signature, where it says sign here, and then it says, 
under penalties of perjury, I declare that I have examined this return and accompanying schedules and statements, and to the best of my knowledge and belief, they are true, correct, and complete. Declaration of preparer other than taxpayer is based on all information on which preparer has any knowledge. Okay, so you're signing your 1040 tax return. I think a lot of people don't really understand this. That, and that's why a lot of people will just say, when you get audited, well, you know, I left it up to my tax preparer. They said, here, do this, and I and I did it. I don't I didn't understand it. And I got to tell you, most people don't understand their tax returns. And whenever I represent somebody who did a, a uh, who's in an audit, and somebody did something nefarious, like a tax preparer who lied on their tax returns, in order for them to get a big refund. And this is common. This is how they do it, right? They they this is how they get people a big refund. Then you get a big refund, and then you you tell all your friends, hey, I got a great big, re you know, I usually get two thousand dollars back. I hired this accountant. He's a great accountant. He got me six thousand dollars, you know, seven thousand dollars back, more. And they said, well, how do I get that? And then you start sending them all your friends and family. And uh, and then they do the same thing for them. And then you all get audited. And then your friends and family look at you like, why did you send me to him? And the reason why this is, is because they create businesses that don't exist. And, and you sign, again, you sign this under penalty of perjury. So you cannot walk away and say, I didn't know. And say, you know, it's not my fault. Even if it's true and they don't come after you, and I got to be honest with you, most of the time, if you've done something like this, they're not coming after you criminally. But you're going to have to give the money back because it wasn't legit. And so you're going to have to give the money back. But again, most people who I represent that, that this happened to, they didn't read their tax return. They don't understand that it's under penalty of perjury. And so this is, you know, first thing I understand, this is under penalty of perjury. So when they ask you, have you, uh, have you done anything in virtual currency? Well, the answer, if, if you have, then the answer has to be yes, I have. So now let's talk, I want to talk about um, what virtual currency is to the, let's see if we can get this to work, uh, to the IRS. So virtual currency, this is from 2020. I've looked for... Uh, Okay, so I've looked for the, um, I've looked for the uh, instructions for 2021, and I can't find them yet. They haven't been published, so I can't get them. But this is the instructions for 1040 um, when we come to uh, uh, for virtual currency for 1040s. The instructions: If in 2020, well, we'll say 2021, you engage in any a transaction involving virtual currency. You will need to answer the question on page one of form 1040 or 1040 SR. See virtual currency later in 2019. This question was on schedule one. Well, again, now, as I mentioned to you, it was on schedule one, but now it's on schedule. Uh, now it's on, on the front page right there in, on the front page. Uh, and you can see it right there. Um, and then, uh, so maybe I should, let me see if I can get this. Let's go here. I'm trying to get the definition for virtual currency. Here it is from the IRS. And uh, I don't want it to go blank on my screen. So, Okay, so here it is. Let's go back to the... Okay, so here it is. Virtual currency, and this is why we call it crypto. 
Here's the IRS uh, definition of virtual currency. Virtual currency is a digital representation of value other than a representation of the US dollar or a foreign currency, real currency, some call it fiat currency, that function as a unit of account, a store of value, or a medium of exchange. Some virtual currencies are convertible, which means that they, are, that they have an equivalent value in real currency or act as a substitute for real currency. The IRS uses the term virtual currency to describe the various types of convertible virtual currency that are used as a medium of exchange, such as digital currency or cryptocurrency. Regardless of the label applied, if a particular asset has the characteristics of a virtual currency, it will be treated as a virtual currency for federal income tax purposes. If in 2021, um, this says 2020, but I'm, sh I'm sure that the language is going to be similar or, or identical to exactly what we're reading here. You And again, this is it. If, if in 2021, you engaged in any transaction involving virtual currency, check the yes box next to the question on virtual currency on page one of form 1040. A transaction involving virtual currency includes, but is not limited to, and then it lists these things, the receipt or transfer of virtual currency for free without providing any consideration, including an airdrop or hard fork, right? So if, if someone's giving you some virtual currency, even though you didn't, you, you didn't buy it, you didn't get it, so you didn't ask for it, you didn't trade it, you didn't sell it, you have to report it. You have to check yes. Okay, now that's a different thing than reporting. You have to check yes to this box. An exchange of virtual currency for goods or services, a sale of virtual currency, an exchange of virtual currency for other property, including uh, for another virtual currency. So if I took Bitcoin and I traded it for Ethereum, I have to report that, I have to check yes. That I have to do more, if I did that, I have to do more than just check yes. I have to account for the change because when I trade, it's a taxable event. I have to look at a capital gain or a capital loss on the currency. An exchange of virtual currency for other property, including for another virtual currency, a disposition of a financial interest in vir virtual currency. A transaction involving virtual, virtual currency does not include the holding of virtual currency in a wallet or account or the transfer of virtual currency from one wallet or account you own or control to another that you own or control. If you dispose of any virtual currency that was held as a capital asset through a sale, exchange, or transfer, use Form 8949 to figure out your capital gain or loss and report it on Schedule D. Okay, it gets complicated, right? If you received any virtual currency as compensation for services or disposed of any virtual currency that you held for sale to customers in a trade or business, you must report the income as you would report other income on the same type. For example, W-2 wages on Form 1040 or 1040 SR, Line 1, or inventory of ser or services from Schedule C on Schedule 1. The more information, go to irs.gov slash virtual currency, FAQ. S. Okay. So this is, this is the, I want to, I thought it was interesting to, to read the IRS definition of virtual currency. And while it says if you, it's not a taxable event, if I move my Bitcoin from one wallet to another, I still own it. I haven't trained it, tra transferred it. 
I, but I still have to say yes to that box because I have done, I do hold some, I have some transaction type. And so I still have to type, I still have to check yes on that box. Okay, so um, now I spent a little bit more time on that than I really wanted to do. There's a good article in Barron's that I wanted to, to read uh, and review with you. Um, but uh, I don't know if we have, well, let's, let's look at it a little bit and then, and uh, I'll try to breeze through it very quickly. Um, so let's let's do that. Here's the Bears' own cryptocurrency. Here's how to avoid running afoul of the IRS. And this is just about how to investors in cryptocurrency may be sitting on big profits. Bitcoin or Ethereum, the two light, and I think these are, numbers are pretty interesting. The two largest cryptos are up 100% and 474% this year. Wow. Respectively. Another major coin is ahead 13,300%, while the joke a t- token Doge, Dogecoin uh, has gained 49,000%. While the profits may have enriched crypto owners, taxes may be coming too soon, and the situation isn't clear-cut. The government taxes crypto like, other, like any other investment. In other words, it's considered an asset, like a stock, and not a currency. So if selling can incur significant capital gain taxes, especially if you've owned coins for a year or less. And if, you're, if you've gained, earned interest by lending or staking tokens, that interest is taxable, just like interest from a bond or a bank account. Indeed, crypto taxation can be complicated depending on how investors trade, use, or manage their holdings. One thing is clear, Washington views crypto as a large and growing new source of tax revenue. I've been harping about this for months. So they're looking for crypto to re, to pay for the Build Back Better plan and every other plan that they've inclu- that they have uh, put in. This is how they're going to pay for it. They think. My own opinion, it's not going to cut it, but but that's that's uh, what they're doing. Okay, uh, that's what they're looking at. Congress included several tax reporting requirements for brokerage, and again, this is exactly why they're doing this. Uh, for the tax reporting. Remember, we talked about the bank reporting, the brokerage reporting, the cash app reporting, all of this reporting. Congress included several tax reporting requirements for brokerages and businesses in the infrastructure bill that bill that President Joe Biden recently signed. The government expects to raise $28 billion over 10 years by tracking and taxing crypto transactions. Digital wallets used for holding crypto assets, along with decentralized platforms for lending and trading cryptos, may have to report tax income to to brokerages that may then issue tax forms with more transaction records. Starting in 2024, anyone receiving more than $10,000 in crypto from a product or service will have to report identifying details about the sender of the crypto, just like they would have to do at a transaction, a cash transaction. So right now, if you have, if someone gives you $10,000 to buy your car from you, for example, you have to report it. You have to tell them what their, what the person that gave it to you, what their social security number is so they can track it, make sure that it's, it's a, not drug money or otherwise ill ill gotten gains, and that's the and now they're saying that's the same thing with crypto. That's really going to put a, a crimp in trying to use crypto as a currency. Right? I can't buy something uh, less than t- uh, for more than ten thousand without without being a fully examined by the IRS. 
In some ways, it shouldn't be hard to comply with the, the Internal Revenue Service rules. At the most basic level, crypto is subject to capital gains tax on net profits from a sale. Short-term capital gains are taxed as ordinary income, which applies to crypto sold within a year of purchase. Long-term capital gain rates range from 0 to 15% to 20%, depending on income levels, and may include an additional 3.8% surcharge for filers with more than $200,000 in modified adjusted gross income or investment gains. You know, I love talking about taxes. While I'm a tax attorney, <laughs> you know, and this stuff makes perfect sense to me. I could certainly understand why someone would get lost in this. It's, you know, and then, and here's more, because here's more, and this is why I wanted to read this. Yet investors may have to do their own accounting, since many digital asset exchanges don't issue standard 1099B forms. Those forms record the cost basis of transactions and net gains and losses from sales. Without them, taxpayers may need to use software or consult a tax preparer to figure out what they owe. And I got to tell you, I have I have clients right now, we have taste. Uh, cases in tax court where this is the issue. They didn't get a a 1099B. They don't know what the basis is. They didn't report it on their income taxes because they didn't make any money in the long run. They did buy and sell crypto. In the end, they lost. But but to the IRS, it looks like they they gained 500. That's right. I said it right. $500,000. And they taxed them accordingly. Well, they didn't make any money on crypto. How are they going to pay that? The answer is they can't pay it. And that's why we brought it to tax court to fight it. Uh, And this is going to happen more and more and more and more. Again, when they're reporting, when when your brokerage is reporting and you're not including it in your tax return, I'm going to go back to the 2017 tax. You know, one of the goals of the 2017 tax modification, right, when we changed the tax code in 2017, the stated goal was to simplify tax preparation, right? We think there's so it gets so complicated. It should be easy for people to file their tax return. We always say we should put it on a on a three by five card, right? And then and that should be enough on this three five. You know, here's what I made. Here's my tax. Boom! I got to tell you, when I when I talk to people from other countries and they look at our tax returns and our tax, it's very complicated. So complicated they don't understand it. Who does? The IRS doesn't understand it. I, I was looking at my tax uh, code from law school today, and there's two books that are this thick. Two books this thick. That's the tax code. How, how's that even possible? And that was from 1998. It's much thicker now. It's much more complicated now than it was even then. Uh, unbelievable. Uh, Coinbase Global, one of the largest exchanges, plans to issue a 1099 miscellaneous uh, form for users with more than $600 in fee, income, and rewards. That's the old rules, right? From activities like staking their holdings in in return for an interest rate. But investors will will be on their own to calculate gains or losses from crypto sales. Since Coinbase isn't supplying a 1099B, that's the one that tells you what the basis is, what you bought it for. So if I buy something for $10 and I sell it for 20, I only pay tax on the $10. But if I don't if I don't know what the $10 is, then I'm going to pay tax on the 20. Okay, so that's how it works. And this happens not only with crypto, it happens with stocks. I helped many people with this, you know, over and over and over again because they didn't keep the, the records or because because their brokerage didn't keep the records. 
Uh, Coinbase said in a statement that it isn't issuing a form as it is not required by the IRS for this um, upcoming t- tax season. You think they would do it because it makes it easier for their for their customers. The, co- the company says it plans to provide gain or loss reporting next year. Gemini, another big exchange, plans to issue 1099K forms for customers with more than 200 transactions and gross sale proceeds above the, the $20,000. Well, that's the cash app a- application, a new law. Okay, that's what that is. And they're doing a 1099K. I don't think it fits a crypto, but that's what they say they're going to do. But the forms show gross proceeds without a cost basis. Again, just what I just mentioned. Other brokerages may make things a little easier. Robinhood plans to issue cap, crypto capital gains and ca- cost basis info on consolidated 1099 forms and use 1099 miscellaneous forms for other income. PayPal and Square both plan to issue 1099B forms for the 2021 tax year. More complications arise given the varied ways that the investors buy, hold, and exchange their crypto holdings. Investors can use a digital wallet and other non-brokerage accounts that enable them to hold and trade their crypto outside a major exchange. Digital wallets like Metabask, which has 21 million users, allow investors to transfer holdings from an account with an exchange and hold it separately. Investors can then shift cryptos to a decentralized finance or DeFi platform and earn interest by lending the tokens to liquidity pools or staking their assets to help secure a blockchain network. Traders also swap tokens on automated trading platforms like Uniswap, which consists of smart contracts between buyers and sellers. None of these entities issue tax forms, partly because there isn't a company keeping tabs on trading gains or losses. Investors can lose track of their cost basis as crypto assets move from one platform to another. But the tax authorities require investors to self-report capital gains or income in order to determine profit and, of course, taxes owed. This is what they're concerned about. How much are you going to pay in your taxes? If there's a discrepancy between self-reported investment income and proceeds reported by a brokerage, investors could get an audit notice from the IRS asking them to reconcile the figures. This is exactly what I was talking about. You get a notice of deficiency. And then, and the, then on the notice of deficiency, the, order, the IRS says, this is what you said. And then this is what we found according to those these 1099 forms. And then they calculate what your new tax is. And then they say, this is your new tax. Do you object? And then you have 90 days, generally, to file a tax uh, case in order to, if you don't file it within 90 days, you can still object, uh, And but it gets more complicated to object. Uh, and so it's better to go to a tax court. But many people just wait too long and they don't do it. But, but it's, this is not only with crypto, it's got to do with real estate, or 1099Cs, things like that. Uh, all of this, it gets, it gets very complicated. I understand. Um, so let's let's move on. New taxes, that new tax rule that passed in infrastructure legislation, meanwhile, aimed to close some of the crypto loopholes. The Treasury Department wants brokers to share cost basis information and pass it on to the IRS so that investors can't hide gains as they shift assets around. Digital wallets and DeFi platforms may also have minimum tax information and turn it over to brokerages as part of a new reporting regime. This is the bank statement reporting. Okay, this is what they're trying to do. Uh, on one change in effect of, for the 2022 tax year may close a wash sale loophole for crypto. 
The, the Democrats Build Back Better bill includes digital assets and standard wash sale rule. Okay, so let's see if they explain what a wash sale is here. The rules prevent investors from taking a tax write-off on a loss if they buy a substantially identical security within 30 days before or after a sale. Okay, so this is this is a wash sale rule. It's a very, it's a very um, because of the volatility in in crypto, it can be a very good thing for people who will hold hold other assets that and they uh, recognize a capital gain. If I sell my crypto at a loss, I can offset those capital gains and then buy back the crypto. Now I still own the crypto, but I'm I'm washing out my capital uh, gains with capital losses. This is a very good, totally legal approach to uh, to tax minimization, not evasion. You don't want to evade taxes, never evade taxes, but you can minimize your taxes legally. And that's what we help people do. Uh, and that's so investors, uh, the wash sale, yet some ambig- ambiguities may make it. Uh, tough to comply with the new rules. The IRS hasn't specified what qualifies as a substantially identical crypto. Well, the IRS came out with something earlier this year that said Bitcoin and Ether are not substantially similar. Uh, I forget what exactly what this had to do with another uh, ta- uh, tax loop, uh, tax rule. And uh, the uh, the IRS said, nope, those aren't the same. And so, are they going to change that? Say, if I so if I if I sell my crypto and then buy Ethereum, I mean, I buy I sell my Bitcoin, buy a different coin. So I sell my my Bitcoin at a loss, buy another one at, uh, that is also down. Uh, you know, is that going to be? I don't know. And that's why I think that's where they're going to change this. That's the right as we sit here today. The IRS has come out and said those aren't substantially similar. But I could see why they would change their mind on this, given the wash sale rule. Investors should also know that if they sell a crypto then and then use the proceeds to make a purchase rather than paying for the currency itself, the sale is considered a taxable event by the IRS. While apps like PayPal and Square issue tax forms with investors' cost basis, other apps may only record the information, leaving it to investors to self-report gains. Moreover, transactions over 10000 in crypto may soon be reportable. If you try to buy a Tesla in Bitcoin, the IRS may consider an equivalent or cash transaction and require the recipient of the crypto report to report it, including the name and social security number of the sender. Small transactions that add up to $10,000 within a 15-day period will also be reportable by a recipient of the crypto. Okay, so I, I'm already at uh, 28 minutes, so I'm not going to go any further than it. I guess I'm ready to again. One way to things keep uh, own crypto through security, such as a stock exchange traded fund, uh, you can see how how complicated this gets, and and uh, it is it does get complicated. Uh, I'm sorry I, I didn't put the, the the article up for some reason. Anyway, that's what's happening. Uh, if you have problems, if you if you own crypto, you really should get somebody to help you with your tax returns. We help people with tax returns. Happy to help you. Uh, and so if you, you know, so, so you should contact us to help you. Now, remember um, to, uh, let's see if I can get this here. Okay. I'm going to ask you to, ask you to like and subscribe to our page. Like and subscribe to the, to the page. Uh, get great information like this. I don't want to, we're going on uh, and um, this is longer video than I usually do, but this is very important information, and I thought you should know. And 2021 is coming up that you're going to have to do your tax returns, uh, so pay attention. Uh, 
Thanks so much for watching. Again, like and subscribe. Thank you. And we'll see you again here tomorrow. It won't be Crypto Tuesday, but it's still going to be fun. Join us, won't you? Oh, I got to do something. Media. Okay. Thank you so much. We'll see you tomorrow. Thank you.